Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Draft Prep. Alex Benellis, Louisville, and asked me questions if I was confusing. Yes, I do say Louisville properly because I have family from back in the day in, oh, southern Ohio, southern Indiana, and northern Kentucky. So, yes, I know how to say Louisville. Uh, in fact, once when we were at a Chicago Bears game, trust me, we, that didn't happen very often. We happened to run into Otis Wilson, and I mentioned Louisville, and he kind of looked at me. It's like, how do you know how to say that word right? Because, um, lot, you know, a lot, a lot of northern Yankees uh, mispronounce Louisville. But uh, Alex Benellis is my topic for today. And as I look at the draft, some of the players I mentioned, the Cubs will have quite a few chances to select. Some of them, they will only have one chance to select. And some players that I look in my draft prep section, the Cubs are not going to have a single chance at all at drafting. Nonetheless, I think you ought to know who the players are in the draft, who possibly the Cubs might be able to select. The Cubs draft 21st. If there is a player that I mention and you hear, he's probably going top 10. And the season rolls around and he does better than expected. It's like, oh man, we're not going to get a chance at that guy. That's fine. The hope is at 21, the Cubs do get someone useful. There are going to be good players in the draft. There are going to be good players going to every team in the league. Except that. Every team in the league has quality prospects. Except that. As I look at the draft, I want you to have an idea of which guys are going to be the creme of the creme and which guys are going to be solid second or third rounders. And maybe I'll look at some guys in the draft and say, you know what? This guy makes sense in the seventh round and the Cubs would be very fortunate to get him in the seventh round. There's a whole lot of days between now and February. I want to take a look at a whole bunch of different players and look at a whole bunch of different sources, anything that I can find and fill you in on some of the players that you might be hearing on draft day. Partially because, as my podcast listeners, I expect, or I would strongly recommend, or however you want to phrase it, you pick an angle of baseball to improve yourself on this offseason. Players lift. Players take batting practice. As a fan, find that something that works for you. So come February, come March, come April, you are more prepared for the baseball season because you are better at 
being prepared for the draft or following a baseball team or assessing players on the designated for assignment wire, the waiver DFA wire into the waiver wire. Possibly you want to educate yourself more on the Cincinnati Reds pipeline or maybe the Pittsburgh Pirates pipeline. Pick that thing. Whatever it is that works for you, I strongly recommend you find that something that you want to learn about between now and February. And if you don't have anything on your plate right now, a really darn good choice for you as far as something to research would be the Louisville Cardinals. (laughs) They are a Midwest baseball monster. They're just far enough south so that they have good weather. And their roster is fantastic every year. Their hitting is fantastic. Their pitching is fantastic every year. If you want to have a decent proxy on which teams in the Midwest are good, follow Louisville. They will play teams in the Midwest. And if the team they're playing in the Midwest beats them, take note of which guys did well because those players should be professionals. Simply put, Louisville is that good. And with Alex Benellis, they will continue to be good. They're playing their World Series, their uh, red and black game or whatever it is that they call it. And I should probably be listening. I haven't been. I haven't been awake. Apparently, they are broadcasting those games. I should be listening. I should be paying attention. Even though it's just an intra-squad game, I should probably be listening nonetheless. Alex Benellis is Louisville's third baseman. And he's really good. He's a left-handed hitter. He's 6'3", 210. Now, I want to go about dispelling if there's something you are saying, oh, but I'm afraid of with Alex Benella, 6'3", 210. There are some Cub fans who are going to say, oh, no, I don't want a tall third baseman because... Chris Bryant was a tall third baseman, and he started to come apart at the seams. If you have a player on your team that has three or four years, like Chris Bryant has had with the Cubs, and you have the audacity to complain that his body is starting to possibly misfire so that he his career is questionable for the future. Look at the success he's had. When you're drafting a player, if your over-under is he's going to get one MVP to start with, you take that. There is no complaint about Chris Bryant having played third base. The problem with the Cubs has been they haven't located anyone 
to replace him at third base. The goal should always be, and the hope was stated when the front office came in, waves of talent. We'll have guys in 2013 and 2014 arriving. Then we'll have guys in 25 and 20, 2015 and 2016 arriving. Those things happened. What was also expected was we will have guys in 2017 and 2018 arriving, guys in 2019 and 2020 arriving, you know, kind of like the Dodgers have done. The Cubs have not executed that yet. That is the problem. The problem is not, oh my goodness, Chris Bryant is, is not going to be a third baseman for 14 years in a row in Chicago. That's not the concern. What you want to do is find quality players from wherever, develop the heck out of them, and prioritize development in a pipeline. Thanks for stopping by my podcast. I try to put quality effort into each episode, bringing you information you might not get as promptly or completely from other sources. This service is provided free of charge. If you have friends that might be interested in the podcast, send them a link of a favorite episode. Heck, this might even be one. Send them a link of a favorite episode that might resonate with them. Hitting like, share, follow, subscribe, or retweet is also appreciated. If you need assistance in sharing, ask away. If this service is worth more than the asking price, most podcast servers allow you a rather simple link to contribute to the podcast in any fashion you deem worthwhile. Anchor also allows sponsorships for podcasts. Whether or not that applies to you, thanks for listening. Back to Alex Benellis, left-handed hitting 6-3-2-10. He is a big man. Uh, I was watching a game from him playing in his freshman season, 2019. He's got a darn good beard. I, I, I would go I would go uh, more severe on that, but I like to keep this a family-friendly show. He has a darn good beard. 21.1 years old on draft day. He's from a town that has a certain affinity for me. Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Occasionally when I order things from eBay, there is a stop in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And when it hits Oak Creek, Wisconsin, I know my get, I'm getting my stuff in a day or two. So when it hits Oak Creek, Wisconsin, I'm good with it. Doran Turchin went to Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Well, Oak Creek High School. Oak Creek is right by Milwaukee. I've seen Oak Creek listed as a Milwaukee high school. I've seen Oak Creek listed as an Oak Creek high school. I'm guessing it's Oak Creek, but the difference between Oak Creek and Milwaukee is probably just a random border. Doran Turchin, who you're probably not familiar with, was a hitting machine at Illinois. Um, didn't really have a specific position, but boy, he hit. He would, that was what he did. And he ended up getting drafted by the Orioles in 20, 
2018. I think it was 2018. And I don't know how far he's advanced through their pipeline. Of course, nobody advanced through a pipeline in 2020. But Doran Turchin can hit, and that Alex Benellis comes from Doran Turchin High School indicates to me he's probably had a reasonably decent teacher as far as, man, this is how you hit. In 2018, the Nationals drafted Benellis in the 35th round. He did not sign, but if a player is drafted in the late 30 rounds, probably someone had him on their radar. In fact, probably a lot of teams had them on his ra- on their radar. The Nationals tried to sign him. They couldn't. Benellis went to Louisville, and he raked. In his freshman season, 55 games, 192 at-bats, 14 home runs, 59 RBIs, 307 batting average, OPS 1047. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, As a sophomore, he had hamate surgery and only went one for seven in two games. Don't worry about that. In his college career, three for three stolen bases. Speed is not what he leads with. What is known with Alex Benellis? He can hit, he can power. Those two, that is where you're starting with. What needs to be, what needs more data? Is he a third baseman? I don't know. I really don't know on that. That said, since he plays third base, and as you know from other players who play third base, that means he probably has a strong enough arm If he's really not good enough to play at third base, you can stick him in left. You can stick him in right. He probably won't have to be hidden at first base. And since I fully expect designated hitter to be the rule going forward in Major League Baseball, there's that too. I don't think Alex Benellis will be a designated hitter, but the option of having him as a right fielder who sometimes DHs if that ends up being the situation with the team he's with, that's fine. In the 2021 season, can Alex Benellis play third base effectively enough to stick there long-term? If the answer to that is yes, he's gone in the top 10 picks probably rather easily. Nonetheless... Being aware of Benellis, being aware of him being a legitimate piece, is a good thing if you're doing a deep dive on who might go to the Cubs in the draft, even if the Cubs aren't going to get him. Because let's say he goes 10th to, oh, 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 here's my, here's my handy dandy little list. Let's say he goes 8th. 8th would be to Colorado. Oh my goodness. Alex Benellis at high elevation. Uh, who's going to replace Nelson Nolan Arenado? Oh my goodness, what are the... Plug in Alex Benelis. Okay, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. He won't be as good defensively as uh, Arenado, but he, at as a league minimum player, at high elevation, it's not that people will forget about Arenado, but... <laughs> wow, he'd be, he'd be really fun in Colorado. Man, that would be some... Thanks. Woo! Um, yeah, I really don't think he sneaks to 21, but whoever gets Alex Benellis 
is getting a really good player. One thing I like to do in this, I've done it for, I did it for Christian Franklin. I'm doing it for Alex Benellis. I will probably do it for most of the players, especially if it applies. Uh, February 12th, 2016, Twitter from Alex Benellis. People are rewarded in public for what they've practiced for years in private. Yeah, that's the mindset you want from a player who you're relying upon to make himself better at his craft. Alex Benellis will be a good draft pick for somebody. As to whether it will be the Cubs, I don't. I I doubt that will be the case. But knowing that Alex Benellis is out there, since he probably won't come to the Cubs, what that means is other players will drop to the Cubs. To know the draft pool at least somewhat so that you know who the Cubs are going to have an opportunity at at 21. You have to know the guys who aren't going to be available. I'm going to touch on them at least once. And as the draft approaches, I fully expect to do some mock drafts. Not because I'm particularly qualified at doing mock drafts, but because they're kind of fun to say that, wow, some... He'd be really good in Philadelphia. He'd be he'd be fantastic anywhere. Alex Benellis, if the bat is there, if he is competent at third base, he's going to be very impressive. And people who disregard players because they haven't seen them playing in Major League Baseball games are doing a disservice to the players that they're disregarding. Benellis is one of them. And... When he reaches Major League Baseball, he's going to be a fun follow. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon, as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to make that one worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs, go, and be nice to people.